Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addy O.A. Jr. Joining me is WWE Superstar, a.k.a. host of PSI Love You XOXO, a.k.a. Greg Miller. Hi, Blessing. Morning, Greg. How's it going? Oh, it's been a morning, sir. Yeah? You know? Had a demo to do, right? For a video game that I can't talk about. And I was like, no big deal. Mom's visiting. You know what I mean? We'll get out of there right at 8 o'clock. Nanny gets there at 8 o'clock. We'll get in the car. It's a 9 o'clock demo. Get here. Have just enough time. I'm like, if something goes wrong, I've done it before where I can start it on, I can start Discord on the phone. Not watch while I'm driving, obviously. Have it off to the side. You know what I mean? Where they go through the, hey, here's what the embargo is. Here's this whole thing. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, no problem. Of course, I get out of the house like 20 minutes late, 15 minutes late. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? You got a little Benny in there. You got all this stuff going on. Whatever. Mom and I barely out of the neighborhood stopped at a red light mm. smacked in the back you no I mean? yeah rear-ended by a very nice no. lady with her dog rear-ended by a very nice lady. but as soon as it happens and we go she's like what the fuck and i'm like i mean it's like well we're not making this demo <laughs> we're not making we're not making <laughs> oh, this demo for this unannounced game pull off no it's fine it was unfortunate it's annoying right but you yeah. pull off you get there she was very nice damages like next to minimal you know what i mean okay and my shoulder blades a bit sore mom's elbows a bit sore we both popped oh, no. the anvil as soon as we got here we're I okay mean, you, free. Can, you can take that a quarter you can you can sue the pants off this lady well i don't think i don't i don't think you need to do that part of it you know what i mean, I mean if I you're mean, sore if she's you already feel, accepted you she's accepted right it well i mean yeah if i can't take work and i should just be, I, sh- I mean i should probably be on bed rest just playing zelda that's honestly what should probably oh uh, that's what, that's what, what this mean? is about this is about getting probably out of work. pretty dangerous is the car okay is the back of the car fine i mean the bumper is like you know uh, if I if I walked you over and I was like, look at this, you'd be like, oh yeah. But it's like I got rear-ended when we got that car in 2020, like a week and a half after we got it, and like that guy's, you could read his license plate in my bumper. This one is like, I'd have to point it out to you that this is that and the other's done. So it's whatever. Dang. But it was like, all right, cool. And then I rushed in here, and then I got the thing going, and then it's a big day of content for me. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening. So it's just been, it's been a lot. But I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to have you here with me, of course. It's a pretty chill news day. Not much to talk about. Um, for me, in terms of my morning and how I've been, how I've been doing, I've been sore. Uh, I, I've started going to the gym. Uh, Roger mm. Picorni has convinced me to start going with him. Wow. And, to gym. Um, and like, I, I, I'm all about it because it's a busy summer. Like, There's multiple weddings I'm going to, and I've been wanting to feel better about my physical physique. You know, I've been wanting to feel better about how I look now, I feel, and so uh, I've been trying to make it a thing to at least work out consistently. If I'm not going to the gym every morning, then at the very least do Ring Fit Adventure or something along those lines. Sure. Um, but something that I wasn't anticipating that I should have anticipated is I am sore as hell because I sure. went hard that first day. That second day, I did Ring Fit, and I did that for a good hour in the morning, and by the time I was going to bed last night, I was like, I'm gonna take it easy tomorrow. <laughs> sure. I'm sure. on the, I'm on the verge of breaking my body if I if I keep going this hard. And so I gotta figure out what that looks like for me. I was talking to, to Mike the other day about hiring um like a personal tra- trainer for a day to just map out what a day <laughs> so of basically out looks like you you hit up one of these personal trainers that does the whole hey your first visit is like a consultation and yeah. then you're just like you're wearing these like glasses with the camcorders built in and you're just like one thousand percent right like ah oh, you know i know it's not for me and then you listen to that workout every day one thousand percent um but yeah I'm, I'm 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 sore because of that but also i went to bed late last night because last night I want to see Brett Goldstein do stand up live. Brett, sure. Go- Brett Goldstein. Yeah, where, was that, where was that invite, Bless? Where was that invite, bro? Uh, you know, like you know, sometimes I send things out into the internet and they just get lost. You know, I knew about it. I knew about it. I'm surprised like, you didn't know about it. Wow, Greg knew about it. Greg, who never goes out, because I forget got, where I talked about. Have I mentioned this before that I was that I was going to the stand up thing? Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I mentioned it very passively. It was one of those ones where some of my friends hit me up weeks and weeks ago in a group chat and they were like, "Hey, this is happening." I was like, "All right, let's do it," and I forgot about it. Like I forgot about it for a while until. 
what, last week when I was like, oh, yeah, Brett Goldstein's coming through. And for those who don't know, Brett Goldstein is the dude who plays Roy Kent in um, Ted Lasso. And so, like, he's this intimidating-looking dude with this, um, you know, deep, gruff voice who's also very British. Uh, and he's very much... That's exactly how it sounds like. Yeah, it's exactly... Don't uh, you hate it when the Queen comes over for tea? That's such a great, <laughs> it's a great impression of him. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really fun. It, you could definitely tell that he was working out some of his routine. I think he mentioned that this was the, the, his first big stop on his um, comedy tour. And so you can kind of see him be a little bit rusty and like trying to figure out which jokes hit and which, sure. which, which jokes don't. But overall, it was still a really, really great time. Um, and in the, in the last 30 minutes, he was just answering audience questions. And that was really cool because I was going there honestly more for him as an actor, right? Him as Roy Kent than yeah. for him as a comedian um but it's cool to see him try to you know stretch that muscle work that out and then also um cater to the people that are there as fans and want to answer questions and hang out and stuff um so yeah it's been a pretty busy last couple of days and greg again it's a slow news day we don't have anything to talk about yeah right (laughs) so let's talk about today's news story which include playstation showcase is finally happening zelda sells 10 million units and are we getting a mortal Kombat reveal tomorrow because this is kind of funny games daily each and every week at 10 a.m live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show head to kind of funny.com slash kfgd to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content Housekeeping for you. Of course, if you're watching this on video, it's very obvious. If you're listening to this on audio, it might be a little bit obvious. We're not in the actual Studio A. We're here in the streaming room because things are being set up for a different theme recording in Studio A. And so don't be confused. This is how everything's meant to be. And we're just here for a day. And then we'll be back tomorrow. But Thursday. Gotta make that WWE. This is awesome today, folks. Sorry to break exactly. it to you. Big time make that show. World Wrestling Entertainment money. That's got to be made. That'd be 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow. Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow uh, is Thursday if you can wrap your head around that. That is God, ridiculous. This week is going by fast. Greg's, uh, Greg puts on the kind of funny champ- or Greg puts the kind of funny championship on the line um, on the green. That's right. Greg, Nick, Andy, and Mike are hitting the links of EA PGA Tour in a sponsored stream to determine who's the best at golf. Uh, tune in on Twitch and YouTube Thursday after Kind of Funny Games Daily to see Greg easily defend his championship against three losers. Uh, this message is brought to you by Greg Miller. Uh, then on Friday, May 19th, we're celebrating Kev and Mike's birthdays with a special Subathon Marathon stream. We're going to get in our PJs, build a fort, and go late if you wanted to. Come join us for snacks, some games, and some sleepover vibes. Blessing, are you going to get in your PJs? Sadly not. I'm not going to be there. I got, I got oh. a trip. Yeah, I got to go to Los Angeles to make a different kind of money. <laughs> Greg, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, and then only on YouTube and the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Andy comes through to talk to us. KHD hosts about your super or your YouTube super chat questions, so stay tuned for that. And then over on Patreon, uh, we have we got a new kind of feudy that is up where Greg once again tries to defend his reign. And then uh, we got part two of our GQ Top 100 Games episode of the S Word list that is up right now, where Tim and I count down all the way from number 50 to number one. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Rolfer Report. It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, a new PlayStation Showcase has finally been announced. We did it, everybody. This comes directly from the PlayStation blog where they write, it's almost time to see what's next. PlayStation Showcase broadcasts live next Wednesday, May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. The show will run a bit over an hour focusing on PS5 and PSVR 2 games in development from top studios from around the world. Expect a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios, as well as spellbinding games from our uh, third-party partners and our indie creators. Greg, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about this a lot. 
Jeff Grubbs. Years. Been putting the ideas up. Years. For years, literally, actually. We have been talking about it. Yeah. You excited? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's the usual one where, yes, I'm excited. Yes, I can't wait. It's only dampened by the fact that, of course, Jeff Grubb wouldn't shut his fat mouth about it and had to spoil it. You know what I mean? So we knew it was coming. So you are, it's like been a four. It's one of those things where we knew it was coming. So it's just like, all right, just announce the date, just announce the date. And now the date's been announced, which is good. I'm excited yes. about that. It's a good date. You know, there's a lot of concern that it was going to be on the 25th. Because there's going to be a thing happening on the 25th. That's another video game demo that a lot of people are doing things for and flying all over the world for. And so people have been like, oh, shit, that could be a problem. We're okay. So we're going to kick off SGF season, May 24th, Wednesday. Not in the Shrine Auditorium, sadly. Sorry for Tim. Sorry for Tim. But with this big PlayStation thing. And that's pretty exciting, of course, because what we've talked about over and over again, right, is this is going to be, you assume, and it sounds like PlayStation really saying, all right, cool, here's what phase two of the playstation 5 life cycle looks like here are what the next big games from playstation are going to be over the next several years you assume what is your read on the verbiage here they talk about one the show will run over an hour which awesome seems long that's i that's longer than i would have expected maybe this is me just forgetting how long the last couple of playstation showcases were but i would have expected 40 to 45 minutes getting a bit over an hour seems a bit uh, a bit on the longer side which i'm all the way down for i think that means they have a lot to talk about and you know, you were talking about Phase 2. Right now, the games we know about are Spider-Man 2, coming this fall. Uh, there's the game Stellar Blade that PlayStation is publishing that's being developed by a third-party developer. And then there's Death Stranding 2 that is also um, out there in the PlayStation Ether for exclusive first-party stuff, right? And then, you know, you have the Final Fantasy 7, 7 Rebirths of the World and, of course, Final Fantasy are you about to come out. So are you trying to count just the stuff we know about with dates? Because you're, of course, leaving out Last of Us multiplayer or whatever they're going to call that. Yeah, last and I, I guess, yeah, I'm thinking of more of the solid stuff. But yeah, you're right. Last of Us multiplayer is out there in the ether too. But I think even with all of that, there's still so much to talk about. Beyond oh my god! That. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Just to give context, I looked it up because I believe the last showcase was in 2021. That went uh, 42 minutes. Okay. See, that lines up with where I would have expected. So again, an hour. Can you is give me a search? Long. What was the 2021 for the PlayStation 5 when they really revealed yeah. all the information about that? I mean, there were two 2020 showcases. 47 minutes was okay. the PlayStation okay. 5 showcase. Now, was that the one, and this is a deep, deeper question, was that the one in the fall or was that the one in the summer? Because we remember the one in the summer was the big PlayStation 5 reveal, right, where it was, um, I think that was the Spider-Man Miles Morales one. The 47-minute one was in September. The Future of Gaming one was June 11th, and the Future of Gaming show was uh, an hour and 14 minutes. Wow, okay, and that was the beefy one. That was the one where it was, all right, let's actually talk about the PS5 and all the stuff you don't know about the PS5 and, like, like first glimpse at all the hard, all the software coming to it. The September one that was the forty something minute one. That was Wolverine, Spider Man two, um, and a handful, a God of War, Ragnarok, right, and, and um, a handful of other games. But yeah, no, that means this is on the longer side. And I, I say all, I mention all those other games, you know, the Death Stranding twos, the Spider Man twos, to say that there's still so much to talk about, and an over yeah. an hour is a long time. That's a lot, spe- a lot of time to work with. And you wonder how much of it will be. You know, you, you asked me a little bit about what do I think about this, right? Over the hour, of course. I, I. I think that is on the longer side, obviously, compared to what you've seen before. And I think that speaks to getting a lot of information and hopefully a long roadmap. Not a roadmap saying, yo, this game's coming out in this quarter, shit, shit like that. But just announcing stuff, right? Of like, here are the, you know, Spider-Man 2, obviously. Here is Last of Us, obviously. Here is, you know, you start maybe another look at Wolverine. Maybe you, know, you start to get into, I think, a little bit more of not vaporware but titles that'll be earlier right when you talk about that one over an hour and how much you want to fill in there it does become i wonder how many glimpses we do get at something like all right cool we both assume you know sucker punch is working on ghost of tsushima 2 i we've gone back and forth on ps i love you about when that's going to be due i still think it's going to it's going to be a what a way out if that's the case but you're going this long are you really like stacking the deck to the point that you're going through and saying like here is the title card announcement of that no date or maybe even saying a blog post that they're aiming you know 2026 or something crazy like that and that's not what i'm actually predicting for ghost yeah. but do you get that for them do you get that for bend do we see blue points game do you know what i mean like how how, how much do they want to show to prove that this is what their studios are doing in terms of this and i i hope i hope that that is what this is you know i yeah. right now you have an opportunity to come out and blow people away. And we've seen the previous, the exciting PlayStation 
E3 showcases that have been here. Here's what we are in 2016, right? And it is you get the violin, you get the announcements of games like God of War 2018, games like Horizon, Spider-Man being shown off. And I think I'm conflating a couple of different E3 press conferences. But like that was an era of PlayStation E3 that has since been unrivaled. And I think you have an opportunity as PlayStation to get back to that, especially when you're looking at this timing. This is the first time for a PlayStation showcase like this that they're timing it around E3, if I'm not including that, um, you know, the PlayStation 5 reveal one. This PlayStation showcase is happening E3 season. I think that means that we're looking at this as a quote-unquote E3 level showcase. Like, that is that is what this, the, this is building up to. We're going to get extended spider-man 2 stuff for what that game is going to come out and look like in the fall we're hopefully going to get those unicorn games that um that tim tim talks about and if that includes something like ghost streamer 2 i think that makes sense i think that's smart we all assume that exists anyway just come out and confirm it and excite us because i don't imagine that that game is going to be more than three years away i like, that's me you know crossing fingers sure but you know like start start to lay the land for what 2023 to 2025 looks like or 20 2026 even 100 throw 100%. one of those out there i think that would be an exciting way to go about it what's your read it they mentioned here psvr2 as well what do you think we get from that like what is your expectation there uh maybe <laughs> off the top of my head because i hadn't gone into that but discussing it with you here i would say if I, I was, we should do, we should figure out how we're doing PS. I love you tomorrow. Cause definitely we're getting into all of this as well. Yes. We've done our planning, our perfect one, but I don't know if we need to do like, you know, the no brainer, our hope and then our pipe dream or whatever. But for I definitely, we should go through tomorrow on PS. I love you XO. When we do the whole breakdown predictions, whatever you want for this, we need to do a prediction like prices, right? Of how many minutes are actually spent on PlayStation VR. Oh, 1000% right now. I would, if I'm just, and I'm just going off the top of my head, and I, I totally reserve the right to change this tomorrow on the show. I would give you the prediction of you will get three trailers or like, you know, three packages, right? For specific games. So, like, you know, three games get their own like spotlight kind of thing. And then there'll be a sizzle reel. I think that's it for PlayStation VR 2. For PSVR 2, minutes wise, and again, I, I, like you, I reserve the right to change this if I change my mind tomorrow. I'm going to say we get no more than 10 minutes of PSVR yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah. That seems but see, right. then it gets fun of like, how much can you, will we whittle that down? How much will you yeah. actually, you know what I mean? Of like, yeah. And then it, it'll be, there'll be some trickery, fuckery, some would say in there too, of it being like, well, they showed this game and it's also available in VR. You know what I mean? Like that kind One, of thing. Okay, There's a yes. VR mode yes. or something. Like that's where we're really getting the arguments about it. But yeah, I can't, I can't see them slowing down their momentum. Do Now, the, you know, the, counter argument to that right is of course i wouldn't be surprised if those three games or if they did more of them were actually big ip not, and not necessarily just playstation ip big partnerships big whatever things that would make you go oh like yeah. when our man vr type thing when the playstation vr uh you know got uh showcased right and had like batman arkham and star wars and like shit where you're like oh fuck that's awesome right when psvr1 got its moment in the sun they could do that here and it could maybe be timed out you know talking about getting them into stores and doing whatever but we'll wait and see i hope as always i hope we're wrong about playstation vr i hope they come out and they're super confident about it and they boast whatever their numbers have been and they say hey here are five different games we think are awesome that you think you're gonna love Greg, we're, tomorrow we're going to record PS Love You. It's yeah. going to be our PlayStation Showcase predictions. I believe we're going to have a special guest or two on there. And by special guest, I mean Tim Gettys. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yes. And yes. At least that's what it says on the calendar. Of course, we reserve the right to change. But I, like, it seems like it's going to be a big one. Tim wanted to come on to do the predictions with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we get there, I do want to do sort of a prediction warm-up activity. Love it. Here. Uh, Nick Evans from Co-op 64, um, in parentheses, they write, no longer Nevins Island. So this oh! is formally... Formerly Nevins Island, now it is Nick Nick Evans. Nick Evans writes in the kind of funny. Wait, but I want to Nick Evans. You need to write in why you no longer Nevins Island. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can get us that story, I'm also curious as well. Um, Nick Evans though writes in the kind of funny.com slash. Also, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Nick Evans. Co-op sixty four. What does that fucking mean? Because I put into YouTube co-op sixty four. I'm not finding anything off. Is this a podcast? What are you What are you doing? That's, that's probably, yeah. But you, got bad, channel, you, maybe? you got bad SEO right off the bat. I'll let you know. Yo, you, you can get it there. I like Co-op 64 as a name. If that is your brand, if that is your YouTube or whatever, I like it's it. Good, it's, a, it's, it's a good name. You just got to, you know, got to go hard. You gotta, when I put it in quotes, 
I, the first one is Co-op 64 Sensitive Fragrance-Free Baby Wipes. I mean, maybe that's them. <laughs> maybe that's, that's Nick Evans. Maybe Nick Evans is in the Baby Wipes business. Uh, but Nick Evans writes in and says, Good morning, Blessing and Greg. Never mind, it's a fantastic morning because we just got the announcement of a PlayStation Showcase for Wednesday. Below, I have a list of potential games we could see on the 24th. Ooh. My question is, will they or won't they be at the showcase? Thank you for all you do. So Nick Evans writes in with a list here of games. And we're going to go through them one at a time. We can do this quick fire, right? Just go, go from uh, the gut, Greg. I have found Co-op 64 on YouTube, everybody. Just let oh, you know. Set. That's right. Co-op 64 is about two things, friends and gaming. Nick Evans, Connor Evans, Brady Goodall, Shane McNabb, and their friends get together to discuss gaming and other things in pop culture each week. Hell yeah. Kind of sounds like they're ripping off us, but we'll see if I, I mean, everybody knows kind of funny, invented talking about video games with your buds on the Well, internet. here's the thing. Here's the thing I'd like to toss out there, all right? Mm -hmm. I think you're right that we did that. And that beforehand, it was just people who worked together talking about video games. All right, we're friends. They were just, you know what I mean? Like, that's the Greg, thing. Greg, you're so right. You're so Thank you, Barrett. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Are you ready? Again, from the gun. Uh, now, well, now I'm, I'm into their, now I clicked on their, 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 oh, fuck, man. How many videos they got on their YouTube channel? Well, oh, well, what I did is, here's the number one fucking, you want to talk about Nick Evans not having it down. All right, so I'm on the Co-op 64 YouTube page, right? And I go to their about, and they got links. I click on the Instagram. It goes to Nick Evans' Instagram. This account is private. What the fuck? Then why even link it? Why even link it, Co-op 64? There's a Twitch, too. I click on that. Is that private? No, that's public. But it's Nevins Island. Mm. Who are you? Who are you, Nevins Island slash Nick Evans slash Co-op 64? I right, Greg has won me over. Yeah, no, that's not great. You gotta you gotta change the branding across the across the the, the accounts. This and, and also, I want yeah, you know, Nick, I, Nick Evans slash Nevins Island slash whatever. This consultation wasn't free. <laughs> you better give some subs. <laughs> I just told you the whole shebang about this I, thing. I don't know if you gave Nick Evans actual advice. You just ridiculed them. <laughs> you didn't tell them what they need to do. You didn't it's make called fun of tough them. love, man. Get better SEO. Pay me so I can degrade you on content. Just In like front Burt of Meg. thousands of listeners. Just like Burt Meg. <laughs> <laughs> all right so nick evans has us a list here where i don't know if nick evans is even listening anymore i think they might have gave up they're like ah oh, fuck this i just wanted to hear if these games are going to show up god damn show it i've heard now. a lot of good things about next lander i'm going over there <laughs> <laughs> so nick evans has this list we're going to go through them one at a time i want your gut reaction are they at the showcase or are they not starting off with spider-man 2 yes yes 100 percent with thousand percent death stranding yeah yeah right it wouldn't have been on my short list. I don't think I would have, but you know, Kojima, he's going to have a trailer. He wants to be a part of it. I, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm like a 50%, because that's raining. We got a lot of trailers uh, that last go around for the first game, and so I think it makes sense for the consistency. I wonder if you get Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid in the same thing. And if so, like, do you link those together? Like, there's a lot you can do there in terms of Death Stranding 2 and Metal See, again, this up. is what I'm always talking about with this. That, And I, I think it has definitely died down, but it's one of my older adages when we we're closer to the whole breakup with konami and by the way nick evans is in the chat and he says i love you guys we love you nick you've been a great supporter for a long time you know we're just giving you shit because we love you we wouldn't give it to you if you're one of these people like kebabs kebabs just folds every time we make fun of him you know what i mean <laughs> can't stand it God. fucking drives me crazy fucking kebabs <laughs> hate him you know? love you too kebabs love you too kebabs uh i'm just kidding i love kebabs i said for a long time closer to the whole breakup with konami that yeah if they could get kojima to have a title on there or you know have something to say say about it in the opening video or whatever that like you know oh i'm passing the torture this is okay and yada yada that'd be great this is a great example of it right where yeah if you could do death stranding 2 and then have kojima say something about it or have kojima say something about metal gear the presentation and then follow up metal gear solid 3 with death stranding 2 stuff that'd be cool yeah i'm gonna say yes for death stranding uh next up last was factions 100 percent, 1000 percent. next up wolverine this is where it gets interesting of how far out are we looking? You know, that, and that's how... Uh, I'm going to say Wolverine, no. Wolverine, I'm 50-50 on. I, it's one of those that if it shows up, I'm like, that makes sense. And if it doesn't show up, I'm going to say, that makes sense. It, not showing up, let's not get in the way of Spider-Man. Let's not muddle the message. Let's not let the hype for this rated M Wolverine game detract from Spider-Man. 
But then, of course, why I it's totally a no-brainer to have it there, of course, of like we're bringing out all the big guns, showing all the heavy hitters, showing why we're the number one place to play. So if you like the Spider-Man game, you're going to care about the Wolverine game. Why not show you more from that? Even though imagine it would just be a cinematic trailer again. Yeah. Maybe it would actually be Wolverine attacking I, I didn't know. I didn't know maybe was a, an option that Nick gave here, Greg. Yeah, says, that's why I didn't, I didn't see Nick. Will they or won't they? You Interesting. Know? Yeah, I don't see that either. You got to pick one. Fair, I didn't know that. Fair. I'm gonna say on my no. desk is my wallet. You can take out two dollars for giving me consultation, and I appreciate it. <laughs> See, that's how it works around here. My, that's how my, you actually work. You know what I mean? Nick Evans, you pay people <laughs> who made your channel better. All right, so will they won't they? Spider-Man 2 will. Death Stranding will. Last of Us Factions will. Wolverine. I'm gonna say will. Okay. I'm gonna say won't. Um, and I, I think it's, it is because Wolverine is a little bit off. You know, Spider-Man. I, I think right now you would want all focus to be on Spider-Man because that is the game that is coming out this fall. And so, like, clear the blinders. Don't let something like Wolverine distract from the message. Focus so let on me, Spider-Man. Let me counter something then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On why do you think we are going to get another PlayStation showcase next year? Like, that's where I think you might want to. All hands on deck, fire everything from Star Trek, right? Where it's just like, hey, if this is going to be the big one, if this is going to be the, hey, we're talking about the next three to four years of PlayStation, mm. I think you do put them in there. So you just have these insane looking exclusives all getting talked about, ready to go. I think, I mean, I think there is a PlayStation showcase happening next year. Like, I, 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 I think that is a thing that you want to establish yearly. I, I don't know for what reason it, it ended up slipping from last year or last fall. Um, but I think this is something that you want to have some kind of consistent cadence on. And for Wolverine, I think we're far enough away from Wolverine where do you want to oversaturate the message? Do you want to talk about Wolverine right now when you could wait until the next year to then get that going and make that the focus for Insomniac's thing? I hear you, but I think what's interesting is you're saying, do we want to delude the message? And I, I think we might have different ideas of what the message on Wednesday is going to, or uh, yeah, Wednesday is going to be. Wednesday, yeah, yeah, because I think next Wednesday, I think the message is going to be, hey everybody, here's all the exclusive shit you can only get on PlayStation Five going forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're not going to say in the next year, next whatever. And I think you're coming at it from a very responsible and smart way of, hey. Here's what Insomniac is doing that you can buy in September, which is in both sides of those arguments are real. Whereas I think for PlayStation, though, they want to come out and really fucking say like, yo, this is the, you know, fucking Olympic dream team we have of all these different things and all these different things. And again, talking about Wolverine, imagine what it's actually going to be. Spider-Man, I do think is going to be a, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian. It's a horror. For Sp They'll do a trailer and then it'll be, what's up? I'm Brian from Spider-Man. We're going to show you, the, you know, this thing. It takes place three-fourths of the way through the game, yada, yada, yada. Here's where you're switching between Miles and Peter in a fight or whatever the hell it is. And then Wolverine is just going to be a 30, 30 40, second. 45 second trailer. Because that was, that was my question also is, what do you show for Wolverine? Because we've I got think it's a, a CG trailer of somebody, there, a bar fight breaking out, somebody getting roughed up in the streets or whatever, and then you hear the stick, and you know what I mean? Wolverine but is comes that giving in, us more than what we had before? On the wall. Like, I feel like at that point, you're not pushing the narrative forward at all just, Wolverine. Well, I mean, at that point, what you could do is put a year at the end of it. You know, I mean, if you really wanted, what what yeah. is the thing of like Insomniac? Well, Marvel games, Insomniac logos, you know, Wolverine, and then a date, a, a, a date, just a year. I guess that year. makes sense. I could see that. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. No, it won't. No. Won't. <sighs> ah, fuck. Now that I say it, though, it's it's the whole fucking thing. Is you can make yeah. a case for any of these, right? I'm gonna say will. I'm gonna say will. Okay. Metal Gear Solid Three Remake. I, I believe it. I drink the fucking Kool-Aid. I'm saying it will. I'm saying it will. I'm going to pop so fucking hard. I can't wait. Uh, Mortal Kombat 12 slash Mortal Kombat 1. So this is an interesting one because we have a news uh, story today about how it seems like we're going to get Mortal Kombat information this week. Tomorrow. Release, uh, tomorrow, yes. Yeah, I, 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 am, I amended it. If you want to go, while, as soon as we went live at 10 a.m., Mortal Kombat tweeted this video Barrett's about to show. Barry, are you able to play it? Yeah, go for it because yeah. I'm not seeing this. So, oh, the clock is starting at one this time. Yeah. Oh, and the clock breaks. It is time. Oh, May 18th at 6 a.m. So, yeah, tomorrow morning. We're tomorrow gonna get something at 6 a.m. They're revealing the new Mortal Kombat, yeah. The rumor is that Mortal Kombat is going to come this fall. Um, they're saying, the streets are saying September. And with that being the case, I, if you want to come out, let's say, tomorrow with a cinematic trailer and then follow that up, 
at either a PlayStation Showcase or Summer Game Fest with a gameplay demo, I think that would be a smart way to do it. But I think if we're going to do that, it would be Summer Game Fest and not PlayStation Showcase. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Showcase doesn't seem like the location for a follow-up gameplay demo. That seems more along the lines of what you'd see at Summer Game Fest. So I'm going to say no Mortal Kombat. I forget, for the last Mortal Kombat, where was it shown first? That's a really good question. I don't remember. I, I think it. you make, make a good case. I also think you're going to get more tomorrow than just a reveal trailer. Mortal Kombat, what was it, 11 was the last one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was at the Game Awards. Game Awards. All right, then, yeah, there I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say go. it won't be there tomorrow. You'll get more during SGF. Tekken 8. Now, this, I think, yes. I think I, I think Tekken 8 kind of fills in that fighting game slot. PlayStation's been going hard with owning the fighting game um, reveals. Tekken 8 has been showing off so much uh, in the last half year of character reveals and all this stuff. I think this is where you get a Tekken 8 release date. Wow. Is, is Tekken the one that got revealed at a PlayStation showcase? Yeah. yeah. This was the one that was revealed at State of Play last, uh, late last year. Okay. I'll, I'll go with you and say then Will, but I don't, I don't have a horse in the race there. Alan Wake 2. No. I'm also going to say no. <laughs> this is a fun one. Knights of the Old Republic remake. No, I wish, but no. Absolutely not. I don't even know if this game comes out. Silent, Hi- Silent Hill 2 remake. I believe this is the one that's a, slated to be a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, this is the one that's already confirmed, right? Yes. They, when they put out a million Silent Hills. Things. I'm going to say yeah. I'm- I'm going to say yeah, because if you're doing Metal Gear, you're already working so closely with Konami. Why not put this one out there, too, try to ride the hype train? Um, people in chat mentioned that like um, Tekken 8 was also teased at Evo. That's a good point, but uh, that account is more of a tease. It got revealed, revealed at that state of play, but that is a good call that we first saw Tekken 8 at Evo. Uh, an, an, an unannounced Uncharted game. Oh, god damn. That's, a, that's been that rumor, you know? Yeah. I'm going to say no because it seems like even that rumor has gone back and forth. Because wasn't Ben Studio one of the ones that was going to be working on it? And now it seems like Ben Studio is working on a new IP. At least that's what they talked about in that PlayStation blog post from So if you ago. remember, it was that Sony, it was the San Diego studio was doing yeah. something. But it wasn't Sony San but Diego. It, but then it was, it was the Michael Moonbauer team at PlayStation Visual Arts in San Diego. But then... But like that's to add to the confusion, right? They went from wanting to remake Uncharted at that studio, like Uncharted One, to then transitioning to working on Last of Us because they're like yeah, Last of Us yeah. would be easier to remake. And then of course that got then transferred over to Naughty Dog because they're like we'll do it ourselves, all Thanos like. And then they ended up taking that to to the finish line. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say that's a will. I think wow. Because I, mean, I think that's the kind of thing like we know so much about PlayStation's lineup and future in so many different ways and little things that i think it could go really far if you did have cassie or whatever climbing over a rock and we get the uncharted we did music have that weird, in the logo uh, the trailer the commercial action, the commercial yeah a uh, thing from last year yeah. i'm gonna say no i don't know i don't think anybody is currently actively working on uncharted i think it's gonna happen i think a studio is gonna take it over but I find it hard to believe just knowing where we know where the studios are at. Like, I don't, if Ben's studio is not working on it, maybe the visual arts group is, but even if they are, like, I'm surprised that we haven't gotten even more rumblings out of that visual arts group, the San Diego studio, um, sure. if that truly is the case. Uh, and an unannounced Insomniac game. No. They're fucking crazy enough to do it, though. You uh, say yeah. no. You say no, but remember, that could be the, they could have a VR thing. You're right. And they have a multiplayer thing. Uh, unannounced Insomniac game is more likely than an unannounced Uncharted game. 100%. 100%, You're, I, mean, 100% yes, that. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. I agree with that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4. Possibly. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Oh, no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. It's more safe to say no for Kingdom Hearts 4 than it is to say yes. The last is part three. No. no. Uh, and then the last one is GTA 6. No. No. Absolutely you skipped not. Persona 6. Oh, sorry. I did. What do uh, you know? Pers- what do you know, Blessing? I, I didn't want to leak my info. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Also, no shot. No, we're not going to see play- personal. <laughs> Atlas likes to <laughs> announce stuff on their own, on their own time. Oh, man. In the chat, Bodacious Ball says, Helldivers 2, take it to the fucking bank. Arrowhead oh, will be yeah. there with Helldivers 2. Didn't oh. Grub talk about that, too? Ooh. I don't know about see, that. See, that's when they... Helldi- Arrowhead's talked about Helldivers uh, That was part lot. of the big leak, the big yeah. NVIDIA leak. NVIDIA leak. That's one of the few ones that hasn't come to pass yet. And that's, and that's one that you honestly probably should, should have to, uh, to yourself for your predictions tomorrow, because... You know, now I'm like, oh shit, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe I'll just add that to mine. Maybe I'll make that my number one. You'll forget. 
Greg? Yeah. We're going to talk about this a lot more tomorrow on PSLW XOXO. Patreon.com funny. We're going to do that live on Patreon. That episode will go up the next day for everybody else. And I'm very hyped to have that conversation with you. But Greg, speaking of Patreon.com slash games, you can also go there and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase exclusively for you listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to shadyrays.com and use the code kind of funny you can get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people promo code kind of funny at shadyrays.com Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we're back with story number two. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom numbers are in. This was tweeted out from Nintendo of America. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has sold over 10 million copies worldwide. Yeah, in its first three days, becoming the fastest-selling game in the history of the Legend of Zelda series, thanks to those already enjoying Link's latest adventure. That's absolutely wild. 10 million is a lot of copies. I think uh, Zeltic, who's a Zelda YouTuber out there who knows a lot about lore, uh, put into context that has already surpassed the lifetime sales of uh, Twilight Princess, both original and HD releases. That's approaching where Pokemon Scarlet and Violet were at um, late last year. And the conversation around that was the fact that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet were, were um, if you count them as one thing, obviously, like were the fastest selling console exclusive game of all time. And they came out with similar numbers of saying, hey, yeah, we're 10 million in in, three, in uh, a couple of days. I think it might have been three days. That means Zelda is probably not that far behind that, which is wild if you think about it. Because what, God of War Ragnarok last fall did somewhere in like the 5 million range? Um, and this is all kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if I'm butchering all this. But <laughs> I think I have that right. Like God of War Ragnarok, I want to say it was in the 5 million range um, in the first three days last year when that came out. And so Zelda doing 10 million in the first three days is absolutely wild. And it makes sense when you look at look around at all the conversation happening about it. Um, it seems like you can't get away from it, whether you're on Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok, or if you're listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily. You just cannot get away from the conversation about Zelda. Gamescast this afternoon, patreon.com slash kind of funny. <laughs> Talking about our first week uh, weekend with the Zelda. It's insane. It's what we talked about, you know, on uh, Games Daily when we did, like, the Zelda launch party, for lack of a better term, right, where it was Zelda Day. And it was that thing of, like, it's been crazy to see everyone playing that game. Everyone, like, yeah, again, 
people who I, I follow for other reasons who don't play video games talking about that game. And it's fascinating then to see this number, right, over 10 million. You can go to the Wikipedia list of top-selling Switch games, right, and that puts it right now, you know, what, how many days in, three days in, uh, at 19 on the list of top-selling Switch games. Easily going to take overtake Mario Party All, All Stars at 10.17, Splatoon 3 at 10.67, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is 11.38. Uh, then you what you crack into that 14 million thing at number 13 with Pokemon. Like, it's going to be ridiculous to see where this one nets out. Especially you know Breath of the Wild is the number four best selling game right now according to Wikipedia with 29.81 million sold, and you imagine it's going to beat that. Yeah, when I was talking about um, how much we are having this conversation, I believe it was me. It might have been me and you, or me and Tim. Um, but we we're talking about how, where will this will this game end up landing in terms of the best selling Nintendo Switch games? And I think I predicted just above uh, Breath of the Wild, if not even above. Uh, what, what, do you still have the page open? What was above sure, Breath of the Wild? Right above Breath of the Wild is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at thirty one point zero nine million. I, I for me, I had it possibly, possibly being a, a right above Smash Ultimate. Now, after seeing this first three day numbers. I think it might compete with Animal Crossing. I think we might see Zelda Tears of the Kingdom reach that height, which is, again, absolutely wild when we're talking if about If they can Zelda. dethrone Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is 11 million ahead and more uh, yeah. of Smash. Animal Crossing is at number two with 42.21 million copies sold. If they can dethrone Animal Crossing, like the, like, I don't goddamn the pageant child of the pandemic where everyone was into that and just like folded in on themselves to enjoy it and play it and like share what they were building and do whatever. Gary had a talk show in it. Like if it can beat that, that's going to be ridiculous and great for them. Yeah, I mean, right, right now, if you're talking about, you know, first day sales is already already outpacing. And of course, that doesn't mean much when you're talking about the the longevity of Animal Crossing. But right now, if a Switch game can do it, if another Switch first party game can do or any switch game can do it tears of the kingdom is having that conversation and tears of the kingdom already is a content beast like we're seeing so many videos so many twitters like if i tweet a tweet about zelda right now it's gonna get thousands of likes and i like i but i can never guarantee that for any of my tweets but if i say what, the word I, if zelda i tweet, tweet i was gonna say what if i tweet zelda right now what, what, what are you gonna yeah i mean you have to just say the, something just the i word. said all lowercase zelda it's been tweeted okay <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you in a thousand likes, Greg. We'll see. I think by the end of the episode, that has there's a chance that that gets a thousand likes. A thousand likes in yeah. twenty minutes? Not a chance. Oh fuck! We're late in this episode. Holy yeah! Cow. We're having a great time. We're having a good show. We're all story we're number here. two. How are you only here? Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think Zelda might might have that there. Um, and we'll have to see. I think one of the things that could cut it down before it gets to Animal Crossing would be if. Switch 2 comes by by next year, and then they sure. release another version or something. Um, maybe there is like an old Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Ultimate or something that comes out for a Switch 2. Maybe that then cuts those sales down or extends them, depending on how they count those numbers. But yeah, no, Zelda's going to be a beast in sales. 10 million is insane. Very interesting. Speaking of insane, story number three, Overwatch 2's PvE hero mode has been canceled. This is Logan Plant at IGN. Blizzard has officially scrapped Overwatch 2's long-awaited PvE hero mode, but the game's creative leads are assuring fans that PvE is still a focus for the game moving forward. On a Twitch stream detailing Overwatch 2's content roadmap, executive producer Jared Noose explained the decision to cut the PvE content. Quote, Development on the PvE experience has not really has not has not really hasn't made the pro progress that we have hoped. That's right. Has not really hasn't made the progress. Sure. Uh, the team has created a bunch of amazing content. So there's awesome uh, missions that are really exciting. There is brand new enemies that are super fun to fight and some truly great and ridiculous hero talents. But unfortunately, the effort required to pull all of that together into a Blizzard quality experience that we can ship to you is huge. And there really is no end in sight or defined, uh, defined kind of end date uh, where we can put that out into the world. And so we're left with another difficult choice. Do we continue to pour all of that effort into PVE, hoping we can land it at some point in the future? Or do we stick with this set of values that we've aligned and focus on the live game and focus on serving all of you? With everything we have learned about what it takes to operate this game at the level you deserve, it's clear that we can't deliver on that original vision for PVE that was shown in 2019. What that means is that we won't be delivering that dedicated hero mode with talent trees, the long-term talent pr power progression. Those things are just not in our plans anymore. And we know that this is going to be disappointing to many of you, which is why we wanted to bring it up before we talk about the roadmap. 
And to be perfectly honest, it's been really difficult for many of us and a lot of folks on the team that pour their heart and soul into that stuff, end quote. Overwatch 2's PvE mode was supposed to be a big differentiating factor between the original game and its sequel. In 2019, we got to go hands-on with the PvE, which was set uh, to have new, new hero abilities, co-op attacks, and a level progression system. But when Overwatch 2 launched, the long-awaited PvE mode wasn't a part of it. Instead, Blizzard promised that Overwatch 2's PvE would come sometime in 2023 as seasonal content. Even though the original vision for the PvE mode has been cut, there is still a lot of content in the Overwatch 2 pipeline. Greg, I'm sure, I, I, I know you're not a, a, per, a person that's deep into the Overwatch stuff, yeah. but I know you're, you're paying attention to the gaming ecosystem. I know that you probably knew that Overwatch 2 was announced with the promise of PvE content, right? We're going to have this mode that you can play with your friends co-op, and it is going to be you going through a story, experiencing that. What does this do for you in terms of how you view Overwatch from the outside looking in? Like hearing that that main PvE hero mode, the main storyline, like co-op content for Overwatch has now been canceled. It is a backbreaker on both sides of the equation. You know, as you were reading the story, the chat on Twitch and the chat on YouTube was very much like, what the fuck, right? Like, this is why you made Overwatch 2. You said this was going to be the main thing for Overwatch 2. Obviously, they, you know, ported so much stuff over from Overwatch 1 and, you know, brought it over. I shouldn't say ported. Brought over, you know, your your history and whatever. Changed the icon, right? The tile from Borderlands or Overwatch to Overwatch 2. Um it's very true that that's what they promised consumers. That's what you bought the game. I don't know if it's what you bought the game for, but it's what you you know you expected out of it kind of thing. And then on the other side of the equation, I'm sure are a bunch of developers who had every intention when they went down this path to create a PvE Overwatch and went through all these different hurdles, challenges, and got to the fact that this isn't fun. This isn't working. This isn't good. And what do you do with that? Do you release a version of it that's going to be, hey, yo, this sucks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is shitty gameplay. We don't we, we don't want to play it. The developers like, yeah, we know we don't want to play it either. And then you know you tarnish the image and IP of Overwatch, or do you can it and piss off a whole bunch of people who were super stoked to get this or be a part of it? Again, I am no. I remember the announcements. I remember the review. I'm not in the Overwatch community, so I don't know even what that's like anymore. Uh, bless you were. I remember you You know, were very excited for it, and then everything happened, and you played it for a little bit, and it, it didn't draw you back in. Where are you with all this? Um, so I'm, I, I, for me, I'm on two different sides of the coin, where on one side, I recommend people go over to GameSpot, check out Tamora's interview uh, with the Blizzard folks, where they talk, they talk a bit more in depth about this. And... For me, coming it's, for me, this is partly coming off of this Phil, Phil Spencer interview when he was talking about sure. Redfall and talking about how, yeah, like you know, we could delay more, but what is that? What is that going to do to the final vision of the game if that is not hitting? And the options here seem like it comes. It came down to, hey, like we cancel this and we just decide not to do this and pour all of that effort back into PvP, the stuff that you guys are honestly mainly here for, um, or release the Redfall. Like, I, I, I yeah, honestly think it, yeah. it probably came down to those two options of release this version of this game that is a prestige title, that is something that a lot of people love, release this huge big mode for it that you've pushed and pushed and pushed that ends up disappointing because it doesn't come, it doesn't come together the way that, that they wanted to and people wanted to. I, I think this is them trying to avoid that. On the other side, you know, back when Overwatch 2 uh, came out in beta or whatever last fall, um, I mentioned that I was disappointed by Overwatch 2. Like, I, I wanted way more out of an Overwatch 2 than what we got. I didn't know that I could get this disappointed in Overwatch 2. I never knew that I could get to this point with Overwatch, where straight up, I I think I'm just, I'm done. Like, I don't, wow. I, I'm bored with the game nowadays. Like, I go back in it, I'm... I guess I'm having the same fun that I had back in the day, but I've played that game since 2016 You've had now. that fun before, yeah. I've had that fun before. Over, putting the two on the box and putting the two in the icon, changing the icon, didn't really do much to me aside from, all right, you guys changed the levels from day to night and from night to day, and also you took away one player and then you made this new meta. All right, cool. That was fun to experience for a little bit, but for me... I just wanted way more out of an Overwatch 2, and a lot of that was going to come with the PvE mode. And I know they have the new roadmap here. They talk about some of the other smaller PvE stuff that they're adding in. I think that stuff looks all right. Like, that stuff looks cool for the people that are tuned in and the people that are still in the ecosystem and playing. I just don't feel like there's much reason for me to go back into the ecosystem as much sure, anymore. If sure. my homies were hitting me, hitting me up and were like, yo, let's play a couple of matches of Overwatch, sure, I'll do it, but I can't see myself being like, 
oh, season six is here. Let me go all let me go all in on season six. Let me play Overwatch for days and weeks in a row. I don't have that feeling with Overwatch anymore. And I think that's a lost opportunity. I think they missed out on a, on an opportunity here where it was, hey, we have this step we can take with an Overwatch 2. Let's revamp. Let's give something new. Let's give something fresh. Instead, we got promises that just weren't lived up to. And I don't, and I, for me, this is the biggest disappointment. I, I, I can't believe that we're in a place where they're just like, yeah, no, we, like, we're not putting it out. I would never have imagined this a couple of years ago for, for how sure. strongly for they sure. talked about it and how much they talked about it. This was the main feature of Overwatch 2. Like, I can't believe they even, they, I, last year when they uh, released Overwatch 2, I couldn't believe they released it without single player. And now we're at a place where single player is not happening. Like, that's insane to me. Um, but that's where I'm at with it. I don't want to harp on it too much, but I am very disappointed by it. I am very I think everybody deserves to be disappointed with this. That's the thing, right? Where I think you can feel bad for the developers, but you can also feel like, what the fuck? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there was a social contract we entered into on why this happened and, like, why we, as an audience or a fan base, were like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense for why it's Overwatch 2 and not just content for the game we already have. Yeah, thank God it was free to play. I guess that is the one thing I'll say is if I paid sixty dollars or I paid thirty or any amount of money for Overwatch Two, oh boy, I think that would be a whole other conversation of okay, we got to do something about this. The fact that it came out free to play, I think, helps soften the blow a little bit because sure. it's not like I lost money on this. I know people probably bought um, <laughs> battle passes and stuff, and you know that's PVE stuff. Like I, that's, you're not doing that for the single player content, but that softens the blow a little bit. But yeah, I am. I'm very disappointed <laughs> by this uh something i'm very excited though for uh story number four mortal kombat we're getting some sort of a reveal tomorrow uh, we talked about it already a little bit uh, ed boot on twitter tweeted out uh, uh yesterday uh that this week should be fun and then yeah today has been followed up with um talking about how tomorrow is going to be a new dawn with of course the clock with the one o'clock and then the shadow the glass shattering we're going to get something cool tomorrow stone Hell cold yeah. said stone cold the glass is shattering when you oh, hear the glass, yeah. it's your ass, bless. You know that. I mean, people have been talking about Homelander being playable. What if we do? I have stone, seen stone that. Cold? That's awesome. Can you yeah, fucking dude. imagine? I want um, Invincible's dad from Invincible. Omni Man. Omni Man. Omni Man. I feel like yeah. Omni Man would be a really cool, cool one to see there. Because yeah, like I, I feel like Mortal Kombat is the one franchise that could pull all these wild, wild like hero characters together i say hero in quotes obviously i know Homelander you mean. how many men aren't heroes but <laughs> not, not the coolest dude <laughs> like i i'm i am totally excited about the idea and then i think well there was another there was another character that was rumored chat i forget yeah. who it was yeah uh, i saw but another really too. cool character let me know are you gonna wake up at 6 a.m to watch this no okay i'll wake up at 7 a.m to, okay. <laughs> to watch cool. it I'm, cool. I'm not gonna be up at six report about an icon of funny games daily i gotcha exactly <laughs> i mean maybe uh, we could do a, a live react. People, uh, peacemaker, uh, peacemaker. Peacemaker, was the other, yes. That's it. Was the yeah, other yeah. Which yeah, is fucking hype, dude. That's super hype. Um, there's a chance that I wait until KHD with Tim and maybe do a live trailer react here in front of you guys. Let us know if that's something you want. Let us know, chat. We might do it. Uh, moving on, though, story number five. The Expanse, a Telltale series, launches July 27th. This comes from a blog post over on the Telltale website. It is official. The Expanse, a Telltale series, episode one, launches July 27th for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Game Store. Here's the best part. The following four episodes release every two weeks after the first one drops on July 27th. Experience episodic content like some of your favorite shows. Pre-orders for both the standard $39.99 and deluxe editions for $44.99, uh, both US dollars, will go live on June 1st, 2023. Those of you who pre-order will receive 24-hour early access, while players who purchase the deluxe edition will also receive future DLC. You heard right about future DLC. You'll just have to wait a little bit longer for more details there. Oh yeah, a lot of good news here. Um, the Do fact you like that the expanse? No, I don't care about the expanse. But okay. the fact that we're getting a Telltale game and they're saying you're going to get a new episode every two weeks for me—that's that's cool. The, that's cool. Uh, that, I think that has been the big, the big sticking point when it comes to why Telltale games fall off a lot of the time after episode one is the fact that you just don't know where you're go, where when you're going to get the next thing, and the breaks end up being too long. Um, the same thing happened with me in, in um, Life Strange Two where I fell off of that real hard because I didn't yeah. know when yeah. that second episode was coming out. So yeah, I love that we're getting it every two weeks and I like that we're getting new Telltale games. I just hope that they're good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
Uh, story number six, Nintendo is shutting down and delisting Pac-Man 99. Uh, this comes directly from Chris Golian at Video Games Chronicle. Uh, Nintendo has announced that Pac-Man 99 will be removed from its Switch online service later this year. Um, the massively multiplayer Pac-Man spinoff, which allows up to 99 players to compete against each other, will start to have its features gradually shut down from August until the full game is pulled from the eShop on October 8th. Of course, Pac-Man 99 uh, was added back in April 2021. It was following the the um, uh, Super Mario Brothers 35 game, and then also Tetris 99. Mario 35 already taken off of the store. Uh, Tetris 99 is still up, still alive, still kicking. Honestly, that was bless. a popular one, man. That was awesome. Honestly, bless. What the second best Tetris game? Second only to Tetris, 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 Tetris Effect. Oh yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Honestly, that's a that's a good read. I, I like that. A win in Tetris 99 is the best feeling of winning a battle royale game. I've never so. won Tetris 99. I got mad respect for people. I got a lot of twos. Game. I got a lot of twos. It was heartbreaking. Our final news story, and possibly the biggest one. <gasps> story number seven. Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight. Yes. This tweeted out by the Dead by Daylight account this morning. It's the performance of a lifetime. Dead by Daylight, Nicolas Cage coming to a realm near you. Learn more on July 5th. That's so far away. <laughs> but it's exciting. Just got to let you know. They just want to make sure you know. July 5th? Like, man, you could have waited to tell us this. Like, wait until the end of June to give us this news. We gotta you wait say that, July 5th. but maybe Nicolas Cage going to be a part of the PlayStation Showcase. Maybe Nicolas Cage going to be a part of SGF. You know what I mean? You get your own individual beat. Because all he does is walk out in this trailer. You know what I mean? Maybe we get some gameplay one of these things. Maybe I, I think it's you wouldn't, and I would not be surprised if Nick Cage was at SGF, whatever you know what I mean. He he's at the YouTube theater like, for this or for Jeff. something else. For this, wow. but like July July fifth, that's way past that's like the SGF stuff. Sure, but I mean, you think What's Jeff Keeley's not going to want Nicolas Cage there? He didn't negotiate something. You stoke mm. the fire right now that you have Nick Cage walk out of there, show some gameplay, and that's it. Is this him supposed to be like Renfield from the movie Renfield that just came out? Or no, it's no, Nicolas Cage. Nick, I think it's, it's straight up Nicolas Cage. Cage. I think it's Nicolas Cage. I love Which it. Which is funny because if you follow Dead by Daylight, usually the guest characters are like pyramid like monsters or yeah. monster or like yeah, scary things that chase after you because that's what Dead by Daylight is. Other I love this is straight up like Nicolas Cage, the the man, the human being, the man, the real live man. I hope it's it's the version of him from um, the massive weight of. Huge talent. I forget sure. that movie. Unbearable talent. The bearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, I think that's actually the real name of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I that, I think you switched two words. The unbearable there, talent of massive weight. There you go. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's up with Nicolas Cage in this Dead by Daylight game. But July fifth is so just far away. so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming out to Mom Drop Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, we got Starship Troopers, Extermination, Early Access for PC, Greed Inventory for PC, Ellipse for PC, Crusader Kings 3, Royal Court for PS5 and Xbox Series X, and then World Championship Boxing Manager 2 for Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. New dates for you. Sonic Prime Season 2 airs July 13th on Netflix. Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> Overpass 2 has been announced for Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. Uh, launches October 2023. Nocturnal launches June 7th for Xbox Series X, PS5, Switch, and PC. Jagged Alliance 3 launches July 14th for PC. Shantae comes to PS4 and PS5 on June 2nd. Another Crab's Treasure has been delayed to early 2024. Boom! Oh! PC gaming like show that team though, uh, you know, take your time. Yeah, take your time. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited for that. I, I ain't in a rush. I'll play that when it's ready. Uh, the PC gaming showcase has been set for June 11th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and then Lords of the Fallen gameplay reveal will happen tomorrow, 6 a.m. Pacific time. Now it's time for a quick squad up from. <laughs> Oh, man, I got to scroll over. Marley of War. Yeah, Marley of War uh, writes in with a squad up for PS5 and says, uh, Hey, Blessing Greg, I have okay. a squad up request for any other KFBF that has their Fall Guys trophy list bugged uh, and is unable to get their platinum on PS5 because of the auto pop-up bug. Uh, the, or the auto pop bug, I should say. The way to get it unstuck is to unleak your PSN account from your Epic Games account, and then after the plat, you can relink it. So if anyone wants to squad up to finally get the Fall Guys trophies on PS5, hit me up on PSN. Have a great day, Marley. Again, you can add Marley with the username Marley of War on PS5. Remember Marley and me? I do remember Marley and me, yeah. He probably, the person gets that a lot of it. 
Uh, you wrote a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we have only just one. You're wrong. And this comes from Nick Evans uh, from Co-op 64 and says, I have changed the Twitch name. Thank you for the publicity. I am coming for you, Miller. Did you unprivatize your Instagram? What do you hide? Stop taking photos of roadkill and putting them on your private Instagram. Oh, like so <laughs> Sometimes you got to like let the world know. Don't drive down I-79. There's some roadkill here. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> that's what he's doing. I'm sure that's what Nick's doing. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Tomorrow's host for Kind of Funny Games Daily are going to be me and Tim. If you're watching this live, remember, we're trying something new with YouTube Super Chats on KFGD, only on YouTube in the live stream. There's going to be a 30-minute post show where Andy comes in. And let me tell you, Greg is going to fuck off, and then Tim's going to come in, and we're going to hang out for a little bit. Because Greg's got to make some money for the company and for him. We're happy for that. The company. <laughs> well, for the company. <laughs> uh, of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games <laughs> Daily. Each and every day live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news and you should know about. Until next time, Game Daily. <laughs>